and welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow-up podcast for East Lake Tri-Cities, a church in the Tri-Cities, Washington. And my name is Megan, and with me is my friend Brent. Hi, guys. And we're really excited because we just started a new series called Trust Issues, which I think is a brilliant series for a money or a brilliant title for a money series. Sorry. Absolutely. I've just worked for like six hours with children, so my brain is fried. <laughs> with, with kids who are on summer break, yeah. too, which is always a more interesting uh, version of them. That's it's awesome. my favorite version of them, honestly. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Summer, summer program is my absolute favorite time of What's year. What's the difference? Talk to me. Um, They're just, well, first of all, they do some like school stuff during the day, but it's not, doesn't really count for anything. So it's just way more relaxed. And then we, I, I don't know, we just get them, we get them for two hours after that. And then it's just fun. Like we're doing like fun science stuff this summer. And so I just, it's my favorite because they're just more chill. And the, they're more there. chill. Yeah. And they're oh. there. Most of them are there. Uh, my kids are the opposite of that. I don't understand oh, no, how that yeah. works. Well, I think most of them are there because they kind of want to be there. Well, some of them are there because their parents want them to be there. But a lot of them are there because they want to be there and or they really like my staff or me or whatever. And so yeah. they are just way more into everything we do. And this is like your big finale with this yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Like this how many it. how many more weeks of this? Um, I have like nine more days with kids and then <gasps> Is it gonna be emotional for you? No, oh, eleven more days with kids. And then um couple, maybe a few hours like of cleanup and wrap up after that. Day eleven. Yeah. Are you shedding tears? I'm not sure. Maybe I'm What's the over under in Vegas? <laughs> What's the line? I don't know. I think I think no. You think no? Yeah. I'm I mean I am pretty emotional, but yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say some <laughs> kid's gonna say something. Like you uh, talked about like what, two or three weeks ago about how yeah. Miss Megan, Miss Megan. Yeah. I wish you were my teacher. Yeah. I think somebody's gonna say something like that. Yeah. You're just gonna be like, This is it. Well, I actually had another kid because <laughs> right now I'm going through this phase where I'm asking all my kids if they turn up in high school and I'm their teacher, what would they think about that? Um, and I asked another kid that and I was like, if you got to biology when you were in high school and I was your teacher, what would you think? And he goes, I think I might like biology. And nah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, did it. First did it. How was uh, your vacation weekend? It was good. Yeah? It was just a short, like we went over the day of the game and then stayed the night and came back. But it was really good. It was fun. Nice. Yeah. And the drive yeah. on the pass, okay? Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't that My, bad. My uh, sister and brother-in-law are heading over here on Wednesday and mm-hmm. uh, braving the 3rd of July traffic. Oh, yeah, this that's going to be horrible. So, can't wait to see how that one goes. Well, we will, it's interesting because everyone on the west side wants to go east on the weekend. Yeah. So yeah. when you if you go west, opposite directions. Then on Saturday, on Friday night or Saturday, it's usually pretty. I mean, I mean, there's a decent amount of traffic, but right. it's pretty chill. And then if you come east on Sunday and you look at westbound, it's just dust. How about Fourth of July, you got any plans for that? Um, my friends and I, I think, are gonna have a little hangout. Um, we used to do it on the 3rd of July because we would have the 4th off for reasons I don't want to divulge. And then, but now we think we've graduated to being responsible enough to celebrate on the actual 4th of July. Oh, because <laughs> you have to go back to work on the 5th. Uh-huh. Oh, it's all making sense. It really is, uh, it is one of those things where when, when, uh, the 4th of July falls on a Thursday, mm-hmm. I wonder what the rate of workers are on Friday. Yeah. Uh, pretty who low. take it off. You well, know, we actually get two days off who, for summer program. Who like mentally take it off, but physically they're still there? Because <laughs> I would bet that number's pretty high. Yeah. 
Um, you know, because it just makes sense. It's the perfect day for me. I get Fridays and Saturdays off typically, and so anytime there's like a Monday holiday, it really screws. It doesn't like it doesn't help me out really that much. Um, but like a Thursday like this, I I get off Wednesday night, and I I don't have to be do anything <laughs> until Sunday. It's so great. It's like a real true genuine three yeah. day holiday for me. It's so. fun because at summer program they get two days off, and so we have a three day week this week, and then a four day weekend. So it's pretty great. Are you uh, are you a uh, fireworks purchaser or watcher? No, I um, enjoy watching like professional shows. Okay, but I'm a very rule Do following. Do you have a neighbor person. who thinks they put on a professional show? Um, I'm not. Uh, probably. Um, because <laughs> sure. I've already heard fireworks going off, and uh, it's pretty interesting. I was interested what my cats would do and the other day they were going off and my girl cat was sitting by the slider door just like looking and my boy cat was asleep on top of the fridge didn't even move so yeah my dog is <laughs> pretty good with it but uh it was interesting that jenny did the intro video yesterday mm-hmm. and her you've got 20 seconds to turn to somebody blah 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 uh was you know which neighbor tell them which neighbor is most likely to get the cops called on them that was the most laughed response we've gotten in probably two years <laughs> because everybody has a neighbor like that yeah we all know we're like yeah for sure carl is getting the cops called on yeah. him and it's gonna be me um and <laughs> me it's, who's calling it's yeah. amazing it's amazing watching these things go off and you're doing the math when you know how much these things cost and you're like and i'm enjoying it just as much as you are and i'm right down the street and i, I get to see all the things mm-hmm. and yeah i don't get to potentially burn myself yeah so like it's the best of both worlds for me yeah so uh, we're the same. We uh, we're sticking around here. We usually go to the coast. We've been going to the coast for the last several years to go um, see her grandparents, but uh, this year it didn't happen. And so we are like hanging around, mm-hmm. and we just bought some fireworks, and I don't, we're gonna <laughs> do it some ourselves, I guess. I don't know. So we'll see. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Speaking of the intro video yesterday, we have some we have oh, something yes. to give away right Big now, news. y'all. Yeah. We don't do contests a lot. I mean, this is probably maybe one or second, second one we've ever done. Third, yeah. Um, and yesterday, Jenny Volmer did the video and fanta- and she did a fantastic she job. She did a great job. Just for the record, I'm like, oh well, now you're screwed because I'm gonna call <laughs> you like once a month now. <laughs> um, but uh, we had a, a little montage clip from uh, uh, Forrest Gump on there to try and reinforce the idea of of Jenny's name being called now. We said at the very end of the video, take a guess at how many were in there, and we're going to go away four tickets to our Drinks for Drinks event, which is happening next Friday. You'll hear more about that in a little bit. Um, and uh, we had people attend both services just to listen to the intro video. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I, I have no idea if that's true. Uh, but we did uh, We did go through and count all of them, just so you know. Uh, the correct answer for those of you who uh, played the game with us was 49 times. 49 times uh it was said 41 times in the video and then jenny herself said it eight times throughout the course of the full before the 20 and the after the 20 anyways uh so we had two guesses come really close uh one person guessed 47 and one person guessed 50 uh so congratulations to whitney close for pulling off the upset and getting mm-hmm. 50 on the, well, uh, not on the nose, but the cl- she was one away. Uh, Tim Sharp was at 47, so congratulations to, uh, really both of them for getting close, but Tim, we're not giving you anything. <laughs> but Whitney, we are. <laughs> Whitney gets four tickets, nice. um, two drinks for drinks. And I, uh, I know for a fact, oh man, I don't want to break big news on here. I think she's told everybody. Is that true? 
you know? Yeah, there was a Facebook announcement. Okay, perfect. If you're She's about Brego. to say so, what. <laughs> Not uh, the pasta sauce. Uh, no. Like she has a child yeah, going she inside has, her. Yeah, she has a child going <laughs> inside of her. So I don't even know if she's going to be able to use these tickets. So well, she you can might, come to the event. She could. You might want to make friends with Whitney Close because <laughs> bottom line, they're going to have two extra tickets for sure. Now, she's very popular, so she probably has plenty of friends to be able to give them out to. Um, but make yourself a friend and save yourself some bucks. <laughs> or don't save yourself some bucks because the money goes to charity, so just buy your yeah, own dang I'm ticket. I'm sure they'll... Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. But anyways, congratulations, Whitney. Nice work. Yeah. Nice work. All right. Well, we kicked off a brand new series on mm-hmm. Sunday. Uh, called trust issues and like megan said it's been a a series that like the idea has been floating around my mind and knowing that we're going to be talking about money and and all the like relational dynamics that come with that including our relationship with the church and and how it handles finances and all that kind of stuff there's no uh there's no way that trust issues does not uh, come up as an option as a thought of yeah well those exist and so uh it's been it's been a fun every time I, i feel like i've because yeah, I'll get people every once in a while be like, hey, so what are we talking about this week, right? So what's uh, what's the next series about, right? And I'll say, that's about trust issues. It's one of the ones where everybody just goes, oh, all right, I got those. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't have to, like, explain it. Sometimes I have to go, Roma perpetuates, the idea of Rome eternal, you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. This one's like, yep, I'm in. So yeah. uh, I love that. Um, we talked, we specifically dive uh, dove deep into... Uh, one parable uh, that Jesus taught, the parable of the shrewd manager, Luke chapter 16, and just how the story kind of doesn't go the way that you think it would. Uh, you're familiar with the story. You've yep. been a part of the church mm-hmm. before. I mean, what's been your what's been uh, probably your take of it in the past? Because there's there's multiple ways to kind of interpret this and be like, what, what's 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 really taking place here? Was what we talked about on Sunday kind of like, yeah, that's that's kind of how I have always seen it, or was that kind of a newer take on it? Or what do you think? Um, I think I've always had. Man, I can't remember the last time I've like heard a talk about it. It was probably in like Sunday school, honestly. But I, I think it's been a similar kind of take. But I don't know that I like remembered it. So I was, it was kind of refreshing for me to be like, oh yeah, that's kind of what it's talking about, and like talk like because Jesus uses this person who is dishonest and like getting fired from his job for his dishonesty, and is like, be like him. Yeah, and right, you're like, right. what? Wait. <laughs> But that's not, I don't, uh, have yeah. you ever been fired from a job before? Uh, no, no. Never have? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you what you did like your last thing. Because we talked about me getting fired a couple weeks ago, but uh, that wasn't nearly yeah. as exciting. I didn't yeah. do anything. I, th- I think it th- I stole some breadsticks on my way uh, out of yeah. the garden, but yeah, that was it. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I I mentioned a couple of like, I mentioned, I wish I had the ability to kind of go back and, and not know how it, the story ended so that you could be one more time like oh, wow, like the, the unique nature of what Jesus, his storytelling abilities in that way to kind of flip the script on it a little bit. And I mentioned uh, uh, The Sixth Sense was the easy one. Uh, the Game with Michael Douglas was kind of a pullback. I mean, that's an yeah, older movie for sure. I've never seen that movie, oh, so. Oh, see, that's what I wanted to bring up. <laughs> Megan, I don't know what you're doing this weekend, but you got your plan. You are booked. Uh, all right. You and your boyfriend... <laughs> Uh, and I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, ben. 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 Yeah, Bendigo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Bendigo, and you have a date with the game. Okay. Uh, but then I also got an, a text. Can from... almost guarantee you that will not happen. Ah, come on. <laughs> you have way too much homework. I know. Uh, I, I I did get a text from Jake Stickle uh, after service as well, saying the crying game is another one. Have you heard of that one? No. Yeah, I hadn't either. So I I don't know if it's any good. I I can't vouch for that one. Don't. <laughs> Jake, Jake can be untrustworthy sometimes. 
<laughs> don't tell him I said that. He's the principal at Pasco High. Yeah. But <laughs> I I don't know about his movie taste. We'll see. We'll see. I'll probably I told him I'd I'd look into it. Okay. If it is that much of a twist, I'm in. So uh what uh, else? What did you see, uh, have anything uh, that man. Things that we talked about even in between services. We talked about um well, we talked about you uh defining better one part of it, which was the, the end. The like um uh, just like how using money is a way is like if you're using your money as a as the ends as the end all be all then you're doing it wrong which is the point of the shrewd manager is he is not trustworthy at all but he is using money in order to help like his future and help the future yeah. of his family and his methodology yeah. was what Jesus pointed to yeah. right because we would get caught up in his morality we would say. Yeah, but he was dishonest. And Jesus would say, hold up, hold up, hold up. He's doing it better than you. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's still, even, even like, ignore the morality of being dishonest about it. Look at the way that he valued money. And perhaps somebody who, like, is not, doesn't do it in the name of Christ and even does it for incorrect reasons is still more on the side of what I want from you than what you're currently yeah. doing. Because he's using his money as a tool. It's not... Like he's not hoarding that money because as the the thing he is trying to keep and trying to hold as his treasure, he's using it as a tool in order to build the future and build with people and make sure that he has what he needs for the future. And Jesus is like, that's you. That's what you should be doing. Money is a tool. It is not the end. And so if you're not using it to build the kingdom and build your relationships with other people and, um, and do as I have asked you to do in terms of being generous and serving I really people who don't have it. Because I really think be a financial hoarder um, and be generous towards even like the church or or whatever, like for, or spiritual nonprofits, right, mm-hmm. or religious nonprofits or whatever. Uh, and yet, money can still be the idol. And he's like, it's got it's got such power. I would rather. I, I would rather have it be, you know, uh, I, I don't know that I would rather have you do something else, but I, I would rather. I'd rather focus on all of these people who don't have the religious foundations associated with it, but are still doing the right thing in that mm-hmm. way. And and that's a challenge for us, man. It's a challenge for the church in general and and you know corporately to get this right, but and and continue to operate in that way. And and hopefully we've we've done that and want to continue to do that. But that it, it happens on a personal level too. So yeah, for sure. So much so much of that going on. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I. Uh, there's Jesus is going to talk about money and his the New Testament ethic on money ranges so broadly from you know the guy who's chastised for building these storehouses and, and wanting more to come in. Um, there's there's talks about you know the, the the good Samaritan who gives the shirt off his back to these the, the guy who's been uh, uh, abducted or whatever. There's just there's just so much stuff. I, I I'm excited to kind of talk about it, but when you go down the New Testament ethic of money, it can oftentimes fall into the area of impractical, and mm. that's the part where I'm like, okay, I don't want to ever. Uh, I'm, I'm nervous about the, this kind of stuff because, and again, here's where the trust issues come in. Mm-hmm. That feels impossible, and it feels like or it can be said you can hear certain preachers talk about finances in such a way that they're like you're like i don't i think they're trying to tell me not to 
like believe in retirement, but kind of me has the cynical nature. Like I bet he has retirement yeah. or she has retirement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so we're not even, call, we're not even doing the thing that we're called to do. And, and I just, the book that, um, the book that, uh, uh, Dr. Charette and I mm-hmm. mentioned in last week's podcast, the disarming Romans book, um, uh, has this chapter at the end on kind of, uh, a, a way of life living at antithetical to the empire's way of doing things um and they live on a like a farm out in the middle of nowhere canada and they're off the grid Mm -hmm. and they don't do they don't have a savings they don't do all this kind of stuff (laughs) and i i read it and with him both felt like i i mean that's fine like i'm not criticizing you for doing it but i don't i don't think that's prescriptive kind of for everybody either i think you can i think you can have a an appropriate view of money and still have a 401k. So if, if that's yeah. been the fear and you're like, Brent, well, and I don't I know where you like when you read in the Bible, Jesus talked very extremely about money because he's talking to a society that has made money an idol, which is our society as well. And so to the nth degree. Yeah. Right? And so the you have us, to be like, you have to be really extreme in your language when you're talking about it and speaking against that. That doesn't mean that. um you want everyone, this doesn't mean you're asking everyone to do the extreme level, but you have to be in sh- extreme in your language if you're trying to make a point against what that system is. Because otherwise, it's just like, well, okay, that's not, that doesn't change anything. But if you're like, no, you've made the, you've made money this idol, this thing that is above all else, and that is wrong. And so you have, like, you have to be extreme in your language about it. And when you use story to make points, Obviously, there's a lot of like hyperbole and things that are blown out of proportion because you're trying to make that point in right. the story. Exactly. Uh, and then the the question that was kind of a takeaway: sit on this, think about this, you know, whatever is. Uh, but and I'm I'm going to read it, but it, it reads almost too poetic. That's the problem that we kind of talked about in between services. Was like it's not it's not easily. I can't wrap my mind around it. It's not easy to memorize or mm-hmm. whatever. But if being a means to an end is what gives your life meaning, to what ends do you want your life to be a means? To what ends do you want your life to be a means? Because the default is uh, accumulation of stuff, consumption of things, upgrades, fashion forward, and house full of stuff. Mm-hmm. And we can all agree we know we don't want that. We know. Uh, we, we, we don't want to stick our family with a bunch of just stuff that we couldn't let go of, or, you know, we, we want to bless them with stuff, but we're also like, I don't want to like, I don't want to spoil them. It's, it's like this like weird dance thing that, that, that we're so careful about. But anyways, uh, like to what ends we want our life to be a means and Mm -hmm. how, what do you want to be known for? And it's, it's prioritizing, uh, memories and 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 relationships over stuff and it's simple it's it's not like revolutionary i, I don't know that any of this talk or any of the, any of the rest of the two weeks is going to be revolutionary we've heard a lot of talks on money but mm-hmm. i found that the reason i love listening to dave ramsey is not because i get new stuff from dave ramsey i love listening to because i'm like yep i gotta do it yeah i, I got that's that's it i, I totally and I think need in to our have... culture of money as the idol it's really important to surround yourself with the reminder of what money should actually be. Right. And so while it's not revolutionary, that doesn't diminish its importance at all. Yeah. So. Yep. Awesome. Well, I'm excited for the rest yeah. of the series. Anything else on, on your end? No, I okay. didn't have a ton. All right. 
We uh we are gonna transition now to our something interesting <laughs> that we have found recently that we think is uh, worth worth listening to, mm-hmm. watching, maybe a podcast or a movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. You want to go first? Sure. Mine's pretty random. Okay, random. It's from Miss Margot Gregory because she loves me. And um, my response to her when she sent this and then I watched the video was the line between genius and insane is quite a thin one. And there's a man in England who has collected uh, 40 plus Furbies and he has programmed them into a computer system and then has turned it into an organ And so he uses like a keyboard, piano keyboard, to play the Furbies with their weird Furby sounds. And they sing? Yes, they do in a way sing, but it's also a little bit creepy. And is there a video? Yeah, there's a video. Okay, I'm excited. And um, it he definitely doesn't have a lot of friends, I would say. (laughs) And (laughs) okay, all right. um, But it's kind of also impressive. The just the like computer and mechanical skills that it requires because he had to basically take them apart and rewire them into this organ that he's made out of the Furbies. Um, and he like plays music with them, they like sing and it's, like classical music. Like, um, I don't even remember what he was what they were singing, I think it was more like pop songs, like Adele. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Adele, oh, yeah, sure. Okay, I, was I think joking, it was but... pop songs, oh, but wow. okay, I don't know right. exactly. Yeah, the quality was not high, I would say. Yeah, but it is. It was rather fascinating. Interesting to watch. Okay, and I was I was both scared and impressed. All right, we'll we'll check it out. We should. <laughs> will you send us a link? For I will that? send. Okay, a link. Uh, I'll pass that along. That'd be great. Uh, mine mm-hmm. is. Uh, are you a M- Malcolm Gladwell fan? I am a Malcolm Gladwell okay. fan. Books, he just dropped po- third season of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm talking yeah. about a little bit. So revisionist history is back. Um, I've only listened to the, I think the first one of it, but it's been, it's a, a really interesting, he can kind of like, I, I can get overdone with him a little bit, like his tone and his, 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 he definitely um, has a pretty strong angle. I can't listen back to back to him. I got to like listen to one and then like take a break for like mm-hmm. a week. So I don't know how fast they're dropping. I just listen to one. He usually drops one a week. Is it? Okay. So the pace is fine. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So this one is about the, uh, the bar exam. And how it's a it's a timed exam, and why do we time exams? Well, you know, for the for the most part, like um, there's so many other tests that people can do that's like take as long as you need, and the pass rate for the bar exam, if it was longer than two hours, would be double, triple what it currently is. So we prioritize this speed along with the intellect. It's not just getting the right answer, but also getting it fast. Why, when you have, if it's trying a court case, you've got months and months and months and then appeals to be able to kind of get all the right answers that you need. And it's just a matter of, is this a justifiable thing? And and I think he comes around to kind of yes and no a little bit. Um, so if you are, are a test taker that have always wanted more time. I'm about uh, to be taking two yeah. timed tests that you should, determine my career kind you should, of so. yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> this is like right up your alley I, right I now. have it on my queue i just haven't like listened to it yet I, it was intriguing because i found myself on one side of things at the very beginning of the podcast and then as he kind of walked through some examples and some things i found myself switching over and i know that that's not that really... often happens in a malcolm Gladwell yeah podcast. that's true that's that's very mm-hmm. true uh, but but that's so unique in life because i don't know there's a, not a lot of like i don't watch 
I, I didn't watch the Democratic debates and switch yeah. my opinion halfway through. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, there are so many things like I'm so set on that I'm like, whatever. I, even if it's like other information, I'm like, I'm just, I'm bored, I'm tired, I'm cynical. I don't want to deal with it, right? I'm not going to change my opinion on that. Um, so he, he does have a unique way of doing that. And if you're anti, if you've never been a good test taker, it's great to listen to. If you've always been a good test taker, there are some people who are like, Dude, don't ask me to write a uh, an essay, but like, give me a test to study mm -hmm. for, and I'll crush it. Mm -hmm. um, especially if it's timed, I'll just beat everybody else. That's like the competitiveness, you yeah. know, in us, right? I'm a horrible test taker. Are you? Yeah, I think it's a. I'm kind of a slow reader and processor, and so, um, I mean, horrible. Like I, like a compare, like in the national standard, not horrible. Yeah, you're but, finishing your master's, yeah. so you're not like horrible. <laughs> but like, I don't feel always very like. I guess where it is is my test scores don't always match like my grades or yeah. my intellect or whatever. Sure. And so um like that is what I mean by horrible test taker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So. That's like literally mm -hmm. what this whole thing is about. Yeah. So so uh you should watch it or listen to it. Nice. And uh obviously uh the college admission scandal of the recent oh, um, yeah. thing comes into play <laughs> there with uh not All only the celebrities. Just, yeah, not only them <laughs> like having somebody else take the test for them, but getting their kid extra time because of, you know, certain mm -hmm. things that aren't really... Anyways, yeah. so it's it's awesome. Uh, Revisionist History, episode one of season three. Um, check it out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really a quality time. podcast. It's the only one I can uh, vouch for of the season, but I'm mm -hmm. sure they're all good. I've, mm -hmm. I've listened to the first two seasons and have enjoyed all those too. Mm -hmm. So, All right, that'll do it for today's episode of Quick. Say Something Interesting. Guys, we did it. Less than, way less than 30 minutes. <laughs> Um, crushed it today. Next Friday, uh, we, we're filming this. By the way, we, we're doing this on a Monday afternoon today. That yeah. could be that could be part of the reason why we went so fast. It might be. We've been Monday mornings forever. Like first thing in the morning, and we just like we'd stumble upstairs and we're like scratching the crusties <laughs> from our eyes, and we're like, let's just push play and get this thing over with. We've had all day to simmer on this stuff, drinking coffee in the afternoon. So, anyways, uh, that could, we'll, we'll see how this goes. I'm yeah. excited for the new summer schedule. It's a little toasty in here too. So it's, it's a lot like, more warm. Let's, it's, let's a, it's, like, it's more warm in here. Move this along yeah, so we exactly. don't have to sit in here anymore. So I should move this along is what you're saying. <laughs> Next Friday is our Drinks for Drinks event. Uh, as you heard Jenny talk about on Sunday, it's uh, it's going to be awesome. Andrew and I were just downstairs finalizing uh, the schedules for all this stuff. We're filming a bunch of videos this week. Got a bunch of people coming into town uh, for this. It's going to be awesome. So get your, uh, get your tickets at drinksfordrinks.com or 10 bucks at the door. Um, and uh, yeah, it's gonna yeah, be great. It's a super fun party. It is. So. It is. It's like, it's like the last thing before I truly go into kind of summer break mode, right? So I know the kids are out of school, but it's always it's still building up to this. And then after that, I'm like chilling for a few <laughs> weeks, which is really great. And then September comes and we're back to school. So. Yep. Okay, that's yeah. it. Thanks, guys. Have a great week, yeah. and uh, we'll see you out there. Bye. Bye.